Welcome to the Listen, Talk, Heal podcast, where we talk with members of the University of Toronto community about their experiences during the pandemic and how we as a community can recover together. I'm Kim Lin, a fourth year undergraduate student studying computer science, statistics, and psychology. And I'm Tony, a recent U of T graduate who studied mathematics, cognitive sciences, and statistics, and we are your co-hosts. Welcome to episode zero of our Listen, Talk, Heal podcast, a special episode of our podcast where we talk with the members of our Recode Together team. We'll introduce ourselves and answer some questions. My name is Tony, and I graduated from UFT uh, back in June, and I studied a math major, a cogsci major, and stats minor. My pronouns are he and him, and I'll pass the mic to Kimlin. Hi, everyone. I'm Kimlin. Uh, I'm going into my fourth year at UMT and doing a double major in computer science and statistics and a minor in psychology. Okay, now I guess. Okay, Samira, go. Hi, guys. I'm Samira. I'm going to my third year of urban studies and computer science. I go by she, her pronouns. And I'll pass the mic to Anna. Hi, I'm Anna. Um, I'm in my final year at U of T studying bioinformatics and I go by she, her, and let's pass it to Lucia. Hello everyone, um, my name is Lucia and I'm going to PUI this coming um, school year. I study statistics with a minor in computer science and mathematics. Hey, I guess I would go for the next question. So if you could compare yourself with any animal, which would it be and why? And maybe Tony, you can go next. Oh my God, I didn't prepare. <laughs> I can compare myself with an animal. I guess it could be a cat, because cats are random and I'm random and cats like to sleep and I like, I like to sleep. And I will pass this fun question to Anna. Oh, it's me again. Thanks, Tony. <laughs> um, yeah, I I think I would go raccoon. Um, I just learned that it's actually a nocturnal animal, and it's you know it's anywhere in Canada. Quite annoying, maybe me sometimes. So <laughs> yeah. So Kimlan, do you want to go next? Sure, but you're not annoying, Anna. Yeah, you're not annoying. <laughs> Don't say that. Yeah, but also don't raccoons eat garbage? <laughs> Are you saying you eat <laughs> you eat garbage? Let's <laughs> think about the cute side of raccoon, you know? <laughs> okay. So I, in the past, like when I was in school, I also had to answer a similar question. And I chose a hummingbird because they're like colorful and I'm like artistic and also like they're small and quick so I think of myself as small and quick and I'll pass the mic to Samira. Um, I would like to become a horse because like I have to commute and then 
a horse. I don't need to go to TTC anymore. And just, just drive to school with my own leg. Why not fly? True, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, but running, it's, it's more fun. <laughs> okay, I'll pass it to Lucia. Um, okay, well, for me, I think I would be a sloth because they're very chill and opposite of Kimlin's hummingbird, they're slow <sighs> and they sleep a lot. So I think that resonates with me. Sure. Yeah, a good one. All right, I guess we'll go to the next question. So how did we get started and why are we doing this? Anna and Kimlin, if you would like to share. Oh yeah, I guess I can start. Um, yeah, I remember in the beginning of the semester, well, summer kind of, we were like, our team was just like, wow, we really enjoy working with each other. We should definitely do something else together. And I thought of, oh, remember last year I, kind of knew that this like opportunity on um, COVID-19 student engagement award thing. And this year they also have a similar one. So I think it's called just like student engagement award. And we pretty much like, just like say, yeah, why not? We'll just do it together. And everyone just like go like, sure, why not? And yeah, and it worked really well. And we liked the topic of building a community since like um, all of our team members are just genuinely interested in improving the community. And like, we just had some ideas. I remember like we're talking about in the brainstorming section, totally immediately went like, oh, we can do like a podcast or oh, we can do this, like we can do that. Like, it's like, it was fun. And then I guess it's, we just went, it just went well and yeah, we're here now. Yeah, uh, that was beautifully on. said. Um, <laughs> uh, Kimlin, do you want to add to that? I guess um, a little bit to add is we met in a statistics class on a group project. So I know like people like to complain about group work, but sometimes group projects are fun. Yes, I agree. Um, so what impact do we want to make in our Kimlin? I guess I can take it. So I guess the Student Engagement Award is all about like rebuilding healthy communities as we come back and try to recover from COVID together. So I guess our hopes for this project is that new students and like returning students will access our app and hopefully they can feel a little bit closer to the U of T community by like listening to our podcast and also finding ways that they can become engaged on campus and find their own U of T communities. Great. Um, Anna, do you want to add to that or? Yeah, I think it was really well said, Kimlin. Yeah. So we can go into the next one. Um, do you mind telling me a bit of what this app is about. Kimlin? Oh, yeah. Um, 
So our app is called Recove Together because it's like recovering from COVID together. And our app has, um, I guess, four main features. Um, we have a podcast that we recorded ourselves, um, which has, we have about 11 episodes where we talk with like student leaders, um, professors, and um, other students um, from different like backgrounds, like international students and commuter students. So you can um, access the podcast and like hear their their reflections and thoughts on like COVID-19 and the pandemic and um, their hopes for the new year as we return in person. Um, we also have an engage tab where we feature articles from students and also clubs. So you can find clubs there that you might want to join. You also have a COVID tab, which will give you like the number of cases in the Toronto area and in Ontario. So like if you're worried about, I don't know, going out, if there's a lot of cases and stuff, you can keep up to date with the status on that tab. We also have mental health, um, mental health tab where you can access mental health resources um, that are on campus and also in Toronto if you um, want to access those. And yeah, those are the four main functions of our app. And yeah, I think that's it, anything to add. Great, I think that sounds like a lot of fun that we did. So uh, why don't we talk about what we each did for the app and what did you like most about uh, what you've done and I guess we can talk about the podcast first yeah Tony you want to start us off sure I guess um, <laughs> the podcast have um, Kimlin and I worked on um, co-hosting the podcast so you will be hearing a lot uh, from us in the upcoming um, episodes uh, we, uh, I think we did a pretty good job, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. I enjoy listening to them. Thank you. And um, I've also worked on, well, I can talk about what I worked on, which is the front end for mental health, um, which basically has ways for you to get help if you ever need uh, help or if you're in crisis um uh so yeah oh, wait, i can pass the mic to whoever worked on the engage tab well i worked on the engage tab um pretty much kimlin said what it's about but yeah i worked on the back end and front end of the engage tab and yeah it allows you to uh, view different articles regarding uft and gives you tips um, about how to transition from online to in-class, things like that. And it also um, shows you um, different clubs that you can um, find and participate in. So I think that's really cool, um, especially if you wanna um, participate in 
U of T and yeah, engage with U of T communities. Oh yes, and we also have article submissions from students sharing about their experience in the engagement tab. Yeah, and we quite we got quite a lot of student club submissions, so stay put on the different opportunities that's available on the engagement tab. And there are quite a lot of information about the student clubs and ways to get involved. Yeah, hope you guys look forward to that. Uh, Lucia also worked on the COVID tab, which is pretty cool, right? You want to talk about it? Oh, yeah. So I worked on the COVID tab uh, with Kimlin, actually. Um, yeah, so I worked on creating the map and the graph. Um, it pr the map pretty much shows you, like, with, where the cases are in um, Toronto, like, for each neighborhood, which one has, like, the most cases. So maybe you want to um, not go there um, to hang out. Um, and also the graph shows um, the cases for um, Toronto and Ontario, I believe. And maybe Kimlin wants to talk about the other things you worked on. Yeah, I also put like, um, what are these, like blocks? Banners, kind banners, of, yeah. yeah. Okay, thank you. Banners with like the number of cases and um, deaths in like at the um, the Toronto level and the Ontario level, and also um, there is a button to access the number of cases on campus. So that would be helpful, as like we have in person events on campus. And also there's a part with COVID-19 resources. For example, U of T needs everybody to fill out this online assessment called UCheck whenever you come to campus. So like um, those resources will be accessible there as well. Um, did we cover all the tabs? Um, yeah, sure. And don't know if we want to talk about the setting tab, but I guess if you want to change the font, um, want to change it to night mode, you can do that. Um, uh, yeah, I'm pretty satisfied with the little UI that I made. All right, I guess we'll go on to the next question. Um, what do you like about online versus in class and which do you prefer? Anyone wants to start with that question or I'll choose randomly? Um, I like a bit of both. I think for online classes, you get the flexibility. Like I, I literally would wake up and then just open my laptop and I'm in class already. And it's very easy for me to go to office hour and get access to certain resources that I normally not in person because the traveling and commuting part was too much for me. Um, but I, I miss a lot of um, like social interactions. And I feel like when you're in person, you are forced to meet people and interact. And even in on, during online classes and during like um, group discussions, like everybody's, was it just a black screen and nobody talked? So it always feel like you're alone in your room and doing nothing. And 
sometimes I it felt very depressing for me to stay at home for so long. Um, I know that like this upcoming year will have a more hybrid model, and I'm curious about like how it would play out to people um, in the university and at all. But um, I hope that it will be a good change and good balance for. Um, the pro and cons of um, the different methods. Yeah. How about you, Tony? I definitely agree with what you just said. I think a lot of times I find myself just um, uh, just waking up at 10 a.m. and then jump right into classes. <laughs> I think that's that that was really good for me because I I don't have to to wake up and shower and then walk to classes mm -hmm. uh, but I think I, I would also prefer if it's a little bit of both because I did enjoy um, walking on campus um, so if I were to go back to school I, I would uh, probably um, want something like that but uh, sadly and happily I graduated so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's my answer. I'll pass my uh, the microphone to Anna. Oh yeah, sure. I think I can definitely relate to what Samira and Tony said. Um, I think what's good about in um in class, like in person classes, is like you can get to meet with people. But like sometimes I just sit in the corner and just like do my own stuff. So I guess in that way, I like the flexibility of online classes. Um. It, it's recorded, I guess that's the best part of it. Then you can, if you don't understand anything, you can go back and just rewind as many times as you like. But yeah, um, I think I look forward to the to see how the hybrid is gonna work this fall semester because we can have the flexibility of having some courses online and some in person. Yeah, not sure how that would work out, but like I've I've been hearing like concerns about oh, what if you have in class um nine to ten and then online ten to eleven, but like you're on campus and can't find anywhere else to sit down and just you know have that quiet environment to do a synchronous online class. So I think it definitely is going to be challenging, but at least some part is going to be in person. Perhaps it's just like it might work for me. I'm not quite sure yet, but yeah, let's see how it goes. Yeah, what about Lucia? Do you, yeah, do you want to? Uh, so I agree with what all of you have just said. Um, I'm a commuter, so I commute between like one hour 30 to like max like two hours one way, uh, depending on traffic. Um, like there was actually one time where um, I was late for a midterm test because something happened um, in, the, in the road. So yeah, that was really bad. So that's why I like the online flexibility of just opening up your uh, computer and having access to the lectures. Um, and I also like the flexibility of office hours because I noticed like in class, like before COVID, I didn't go to office hours as much as I did online because of the flexibility. Um, 
And yeah, but like in uh, for in class, what I like about it is like going to the campus because it's a beautiful campus to explore um, and like go to the different libraries and like studying in the libraries like really motivates you compared to studying in like your own um, home in your room or whatever, wherever you study. So yeah, uh, Kimlin, would you like to go next? Yeah, sure. So yeah, I agree with all of you guys as well. Um, personally, like I like sleeping in. So it was nice to just wake up and like log in instead of like having to get up earlier and get ready. Um, but yeah, it can also feel kind of isolating being like in your room in class instead of in-person class. This coming year, I guess I'm most worried about like COVID and stuff being in person, the Delta variant around. Um, so yeah, I think like having a the option like a hybrid format would be good. That's a good answer. Uh, I guess we can move on to the next question. So what was your favorite course and why? I like a philosophy course I take in my first year or second year. It was like PHL 245. Oh, I took that course too. Yeah, it was really interesting to me because like it just it just make me think more logically. And and at the end, it was it was kind of hard at the end because I was not able to make sense of what is happening. But <laughs> it was it was easier at first. It, yeah. It, it's really cool about all the logic concepts and how like we tend to think that we think logically, but not actually logical. I agree. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if it's necessarily my favorite course, but it's the one I will like remember uh, taking and enjoy. Um, I took this course at the Scarborough campus at CSCB 58. Um, I really enjoyed the hands-on approach to it and like the final project we had to make using this uh, using hardware and the tool board. Um, and also the labs were really fun, like especially like, uh, yeah, the project especially um, was fun because I had a good partner um, to work with the project and like we built something really cool. Oh, I didn't know you took a course at the Scarborough campus. Yeah, I took a bunch um, in my second year. Oh. I pretty much like kind of, I guess, moved to the Scarborough campus for just that year just to take courses because it is closer commute. Oh, and how come you chose like Toronto? Oh, um, it's a long story, but um, it was actually easier to commute to um, St. George for like the first year, but then they changed the schedule for my, for the go train, go bus. So it now it takes longer than Scarborough, so. Okay, interesting. I guess I can go next. I was gonna say my favorite course is that three bond three um which is data visualization <laughs> <laughs> that course was fun 
Yes, was waiting <laughs> for this answer, right? <laughs> uh, just because, like, I guess it was fun to, because you had to be creative to come up with, like, the data visualizations. And it wasn't too, like, technically heavy. Like, you had to use R, but I kind of knew R from before. So it wasn't too bad, technically. Um, yeah, and it was fun. Nice. I guess since Kinwan, um, yeah, Kinwan um, said 313 set, I guess I'll talk about something else. It, it's not necessarily my favorite course, but it's an interesting one that I took in my second year. It's, it's um, IBP 210, I think. It was by Victoria College, a hologram course. Everyone oh, can just, yeah, everyone can just join and make holograms. It's really cool. But um, I think we have to purchase the frame ourselves, which like, was it 40 or 20? I forgot. It's really expensive. But um, it's still here. Like you do the hologram in the physics lab, which I guess I don't really have a chance to go in the physics lab because I don't study physics. So that was pretty interesting to me. That's interesting. My favorite, I have a lot of courses that I liked a lot, but this one is called Math 475. It's a problem solving seminar. And uh, every week we learn one approach to solve uh, one type of math problems. And it's, it's fun because we all get to talk and we all get to like solve a problem. And uh, we have a quiz every week and it's not that hard. Um, but I guess the most, like, what I liked most about it, it's uh, we were able to learn like a new thing every week and it was just a fun course. So if you are in math or if you want to take something fun and not that hard, you can take that course. So it's math 475. Cool. Okay. So last year was an odd transition um, because we have to go like from in person to entirely online. So what kept you guys inspired with school and work during the pandemic? I can quickly go first. Um, I think the uh, what main thing that kept me inspired is because I'm graduating soon and I just want to yeah, finish and get a job after I graduate. So just like that thing is motivating me to just study and do well. Yeah, for me, um, I guess it, because first year was kind of rough for me and then second year I moved back home with my family and and like because at the end of the first year I was like everybody in my door and went home and I was alone so I felt a bit like isolated and depressed but when I came back and lived with my family it became better and I guess like just second year, I became used to, to everything and understand more of what I want to do and need to do. So I became more motivated and inspired um, with the stuff that I'm working on. And also, I also like choose to change my major at the end of first year, going to second year. So it was, it was nice to realizing what you want to do and whatnot. What about you, Kimlin, Anna, and Twenty? Oh, um, 
if you don't mind me asking, like, how did you come to the realization of what you wanted to do? Oh, I, well, because like, I was in architecture in the beginning and it was, it was fun and nice, but um, it was like days sitting in the studio and doing these technical trying's, and I was, I was, I've always felt very incapable of, and I, I think I like the idea of working with people and building for the urban, um, like for building buildings for people and building um, things, products for people to live in. It's fun and interesting to me, but just at that point, becoming an actual architecture and doing all these trying is not my thing. Um, and I don't think like I can apply a lot of the knowledge I already have from high school to the program that was in. So I, I felt very lost. And at the end of um, my first year, I, I went through a lot of like thought process and shift to see like what programs would be the best fit for me. Um, and I guess for computer science, it's like you're building products for people too, in a sense. I guess it depends on the stream that you want to go into. But it's interesting because I always felt like computer science is too, too sciencey, and it's not for me. Like I cannot live up to that level of math and sciencey. But I feel like there's an art aspect in computer science too, where you can design and 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 you can be logic with your design. And it's really interesting to me because I think I go into architecture with the same mindset because art and science and you have to be logical, but you have to be, have a sense of um, aesthetic as well. Um, and I, I like building products and building stuff. So I guess computer science make the most sense for me. And then um, because I have an interesting um, interest in like cities and the urban scene, um, I, and I want to do an art programs besides science program. So I think, um, I decided like urban studies make the most sense and it's a good chance for me to expand my background in urban designs and I think it would be fun even though I might not use it in the future. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting to hear. So like you thought about kind of the higher level what you wanted to do like, like you like cities so urban studies also like I want to build products for people to use so computer science yeah and like because I I always like a people a person who's like in the mid of art and science I'm not very like to art or to science and I think computer science works for me in that sense I guess like independent stream as well like they're like streams who are more more sciencey and their stream are a lot less technical but um, I, I like building stuff and computer science make a lot of sense because I and also I like being logical that's why I really like the philosophy course um, that teach about being logic um, and computer science is all about um, logic so I, yeah yeah so I guess getting back to the main question um, what kept you inspired with school and work during the pandemic? 
for me, um, I guess I've always done this, but I just try and have like a positive attitude. Like I try to um, enjoy what I'm learning and be like, yes, this is interesting and fun. And like that helps me get excited about my work. Uh, and yeah, not lose hope. What if it's something you don't find interesting and fun? Hmm. <laughs> uh, I guess I pretend, you know, like they say, oh. kind of fake it till you make it. Yeah. Um, this is a good, good question. And it's really hard to answer. What kept you inspired with school and work? I'm going to, I don't know. Um, I'm going to say in the past year, I've started writing. Well, I, I, I was I, I wrote my own songs like a long time ago, uh, but uh, just in the past uh, year, I started to make them into actual songs um, as a way for me to take breaks because I'm I was home all the time and why not to, like why not turning my room into a home studio and I did and it's a good way for me to to um, chill and do my own thing um, so I don't have to do like. So I don't have to do my coursework all the time. And that has kept me inspired with school and work, I guess. Is that a good answer? <laughs> oh, I think I can relate. The, although it's not singing, um, I open my Instagram on folding. Oh, like yeah. The, yeah, the, during the pandemic, it's like, I think it's November. I just put what I folded and what I yeah what I folded before before um, I opened Instagram and what I'm folding into that account. I yeah I think I always enjoy just like folding because I was in um, the origami club before and I didn't find the time to actually make them look pretty and put it up there. And during the pandemic, I think. At home, it's just like school is your desk, and then anything other besides school, like online handout, it's everything. It's on your computer. So, in order to just like maybe switch tasks in between, I can like do one or two foldings, and then it would be like like a transition. And then, well, before I realized, I got some you know, origami is done. So maybe I should just post them and then I just open the, the account. And and I think that definitely would would motivate me, although it's not schoolwork like Tony said, um, but like it it feels like um I've I've done something. So yeah, not just schoolwork, but like I've done something else. Like it's completed. Okay, so I can move on to the next thing. Something like that. Oh yes, and I guess I guess the next question is gonna be from me. Oh wait, um, um sorry to interrupt. I just thought of something to add to my answer. Um it's kind of like I guess what Lucia had said about keeping in mind like I'm gonna graduate, so like I just need to get through this and I'll graduate. So that was also something that kept me motivated was knowing like um I guess those kind of higher level goals, like 
this course will help me learn these skills which are useful for like a job so I'd be like just like keep going and you'll get through it and it'll be helpful in the end and also like acknowledging like my progress like um oh I've I've accomplished this much in the course so far so I don't want to just give up I'm just going to keep pushing to get through it and yeah I think I will I'm thinking like yeah I will benefit from it because I would have learned a lot and I can apply it in like a job or talk about it in like an interview for an internship or something Oh, wow. I like that. It definitely like the thought of, oh, maybe I need to get this done. and It would be helpful for the future. That kind of so kept, yeah, those thoughts also kept me going. Oh, and I think planning, just like writing what I need to do on the calendar also helps. Yeah, so maybe we should just go to the next question. I think that was an interesting question and answer. Thank you guys. So how do you feel going back on campus? What's your plan for the next year? I guess I can go first. I'm not going back to campus this coming year because of uh, PUI. Um, so I can't really answer that, but like I am looking forward to going back after my internship. Um, just like going back to class, like remembering the feeling of commuting, even though it sucked. Um, and then like finally like visiting the uh, campus again and just exploring like I did before as a commuter, um, finding new like places I've never been to before. I think that would be fun. And then hopefully one day uh, all of us can meet just once. I think that would be cool instead of you know, like meeting here on Zoom meeting. Um, but yeah, I think. Anyone oh. can go next? Oh, can, yeah, sorry, before we go to the next person, do you mind if I ask if your PUI internship would be online or in person? Um, and how do you feel about that? Yeah. So uh, for mine, it's right now, it's online. Um, we're planning their pl my company is planning to go back when they can like I think next year but I'm not they're not 100% sure on yeah going back to the office yet but I think I'm gonna really like even though it sucks that I can't go to the office and meet the people I think I'm really gonna enjoy like working from um, home um just like um um, taking classes online, um, just the flexibility of it is, would be really great. And then like, it's cool, like, um, how they, they provided me with the equipment I need, um, to get started. So like the onboarding process have been, has been going smoothly, I think. Um, yeah, I guess, like I said earlier, um, going back on campus, there, there is some worry about, you know, um, the cases um, for the variants of concern, quite like Delta variant, it's going, like because of the Delta variant, it's going up again. It was like a hundred or less, was it like a month or a few weeks before? 
but now like it's the beginning of September just in case people are listening at another time so now the cases kind of went up again and we're not 100% sure if if uh, getting fully vaccinated can protect us 100% from it so I, I guess that part is worrying and it's even though we can go back on campus it will it just it just won't be the same as before the pandemic because of various yeah because of various social distancing um limit caps and yeah i'm yeah i'm also part of a student group and i know that like um actually most of the events are like speaker series people are gonna do it online anyways so i'm not sure how many events that would actually happen on campus you know so i guess still a lot of this like like student i don't know like where like where before the pandemic maybe you say oh i just hopped into this meeting from that club or oh i wanted that job opportunity maybe like even say work study it's gonna be online so it's just like it's not gonna be the same before the pandemic i feel yeah what about samira what do you think yeah I agree. I feel like it's not going to be the same, um, even though I'm excited to going back because I think I, I need a change of scenery and I'm just excited to at least meet some people um, because being online all the time, I feel like I'm always in a rut. I'm not knowing anything happening, even though I'm actually going to U of T. I don't know what's happening, actually happening at U of T. Um, and I, I hope that the hybrid plan that U of T are planning will work out for us. Um, and yeah, I, I know that a lot of clubs are still like planning just virtual events because it's just so much, there's so much restrictions right now that they cannot do like completely in-person events. Um, um, but I hope that they'll be able um, there will be opportunities for students to meet up in smaller groups or events in smaller um, scales, and we can have some sort of social interactions. Um, yeah, and I hope that we can still keep the convenience of office hours and um, just certain things that are happening online to make it easier for people who are coming back to campus. Yeah, but overall, I'm actually I'm like more on the exciting side. Yeah, it's I agree. Like, it's exciting to be on campus again and I guess see people, although it won't be the same as it was before. Um, and yeah, like the Delta variant is kind of worrying. But I guess like, you know, just like follow the safety measures you know social distancing and wearing a mask and stuff i think um you can return safely you know as long as everybody like follows the safety measures and yeah even though um it's going to be different like 
I think you can still have like fun times at university even um and people have put a lot of emphasis on like nothing like online is not as fun as in person but I think you can have like a good time online as well um I think we kind of talked about that with principal Charlie in one of the podcast episodes so be sure to check that out <laughs> I did yes we did okay. Okay. Yeah. How about you, Tony? Um, how, how do I feel going? I don't have to go back on campus, but I'm probably gonna go back to see all of you sometime. Um, and I live right next to it, so I pass by like all the time. <laughs> so I feel like I'm still here, but I'm, I guess I'm not. Uh, if I were to go back to campus, uh, I would, I would be very happy to attend events that are in person, if if they're allowed. Um, but if not, I'll just come by and say hi. And for my plans next year, I'm probably just gonna work. Well, I do have a job right now, and I, 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 I love it. So let's move on to the next question. <laughs> okay, so next question is. What lessons have you learned from the pandemic? How have you changed and are you doing anything differently moving forward? I guess we can start with Anna. Oh yeah, sure. Um, I guess, um, it just like, it, it's a new experience for everyone for sure like working at home, studying at home. Uh, I, I think the most important lesson is to is to how to manage to manage um the boundaries between school and personal time and just like don't let myself to just slack off all the time for schoolwork and anything that needs to be taken care of. Like Samira said, like I think the environment matters. And I guess one thing I've I learned about myself is I can't wake up early. <laughs> it's really sad. Well, but yeah, I think, I think yeah, knowing knowing what time works, you know, knowing what time works, um, you know, what time would work the best for me in terms of like efficiency, it it would matter a lot. Like, what time is the best for me to get started on working on stuff, and then, uh, how long would that take? Be realistic, and because it's more mostly me working. Um, on my own uh, compared to before the pandemic. Maybe if I go to study room, then on like a weekday, they're like, it's just like in the library, right? You're working, but like, you know, the person sitting right next to you is working really hard as well. So you'll be like, oh, I can't just like off. Like I need to work too. But at home in my room, just like me, only me and my progress. So yeah. Yeah, I think Lucia mentioned about in you know, the studying the library is a good thing, yeah. For me, it's more because like, oh, I know other people are speaking hard too, like I should work hard, so yeah. Um, so <laughs> to, to come back with that, um, I have a good friend, she introduced me um, a few software, well, not really software, but just like some tools, apps, like one's, one's called like maybe ClickUp and the other is called Notion. It's something like Monday, 
you know, just like project management, but like I use it for personal management. <laughs> just like school, like, oh, um, deadlines, to meet up deadlines, and then, and then what I need to do for this course, that course. Um, yeah, I think that helps a lot. Just checking the progress, visualizing it, and then try to keep up with the plan is important. Just like taking care of my own progress. <laughs> I don't know if any, 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 yeah, anyone also struggle with me in the same problem, you know, on, you know, just tracking your progress and get stuff done on time. Maybe Tony, yeah, you want to do it? Um, who has to do that? This is, this is a hard question, <laughs> Kim Lin. Um, <laughs> Um, I guess I've learned to spend more time on myself, I guess. I think that's one of the, the most important thing I've learned in the past year because uh, before, um, before last year, I was involved in like a lot of things. Well, I was still um, part of a lot of things in the past year, but um, I did all of those uh, from home. So I was able to plan ahead of all the things that I need to do. Um, as opposed to with with um, all things on campus, I, 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 I think I I was on campus every single day from like 10 a.m. to like 10 p.m. sometimes even past that time. Um, it's it's really tiring for me to be on campus like that. So with what happened, in the past year, I was able to do all of that from home, and I was able to plan things I had for myself, and um, so I don't have to spend time being outside. I, uh, I guess I'm going to keep doing that for myself, like planning ahead of things for myself to do, um, and uh, try to spend more time for me. Uh, I, I, I started to go to the gym at home as well. Um, and it's uh it's it's fun, uh, and it's good for me. So love yourself. <laughs> uh, I'll pass the mic to Kimlin. Okay, so next time I see you, Tony, you'll be all buffed. That that's the hope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Oh yes. So what have I learned from the pandemic? I guess I think the pandemic has made me more empathetic. Like, cause I've been watching the news a lot, I guess since the pandemic started to keep track of like COVID and the cases and stuff. And like, you've seen like all these stories about, you know, people like losing their jobs and businesses going out of business and it just made me think like everybody's going through a lot of things so to be kind of like more gentle and kind with people and like because you don't know what everyone's going through and so yeah and how have I changed and are you doing anything differently moving forward. 
Um, I guess I kind of answered that already, like being more empathetic and also like being grateful because I was able to go home and spend time with my family for the past, I guess, over a year. And so I'm grateful to have that time with my family and also, you know, to have a home and like a roof over my head, access, I don't know. Like I was able to still attend university in the past year. I know like people losing jobs and stuff. Um, university is expensive. Oh, wow, I think that's a really good one, yeah. I agree with Kenya, too. Yeah, I agree. Oh, so Samir, you want to go next? Yeah, well, I guess I'm similar to you. That's how I feel, too. I guess I learned to be more grateful and more sympathetic towards what I have and the world that I'm in. Um, and I think like mostly during the pandemic, I changed a lot, just like be more mature and grateful for what I have. And, um, and I hope to be more able to contribute more to what is happening around the world and um, also being more involved in um, the university life. And, being involved in the presence instead of over planning ahead my future um, because I um, we have to embrace the unexpected I guess okay I guess I can go next um so one of the main um questions I guess um yeah so spend time with your loved loved ones um if you can um like they can really do wonders for you um in terms of your mental health um also like know when to take breaks like don't always just do work 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 or school um do find a hobby um that you like to do yeah take care of yourself i think that's very important um like for instance like um also um I guess how I've changed, um, I guess like I'm more active in like going to events, doing competitions, like hackathons. And like, um, I, I've only done that a couple of times throughout my um, university life. So I guess like going forward, I would try to be more engaged with the events that's going on at U of T. Mm. Yeah, that's some great advice as well. Yes, check out the engaged app. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, the next question's also gonna be from me. So Tony and Kimlin, you guys were the hosts for our um podcast. What have you learned uh, from this experience and should, and you and can you tell us a little bit about the podcast? Yeah, um, yeah, we can definitely tell a little bit about about the podcast. Um, what have I learned? I guess I learned how to 
actively respond to somebody else when they say something. Um, and I think someone else here said that they they were more empathetic, and I think that's that's a really good word to use here for me. I was able to learn from a lot of people who were already my friends, but I, I've just never had that talk with them, and I guess it made me feel a lot more um, happier that I got to know them um, through the podcast. Um, yeah, what about you, Kimlin? Yeah, I agree. Like, um, I like the topics we talked about because, well, I don't normally talk about those things with people, so it was um, nice to hear their different perspectives about them. And uh, I think for myself, I also improved like talking to people. Um, I'm kind of like interviewing skills. Yeah, I definitely agree. So I have a question for you. If you can um, talk to anyone in the world, who would you talk to? Ah, oh, this is a hard question. <laughs> Just like I've heard, like it before, like anyone living or dead. Oh yeah, sure. Um. I I can go. I would love to talk to Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> I love her, so that's my answer. <laughs> I guess maybe. I don't know if this is like cliche or anything, but like um, Mother Teresa. Oh, why? I think like she did a lot of good, right, in her life. And a couple of quotes from her that I like. That's pretty cool. I I just want to talk to Taylor Swift because I love her music and I write songs and I just want to maybe write a song with her. <laughs> Anyways, that's for another time. Um, I guess this is our last question. Can all of us talk about the highlight of working with the team and on this project in the past three, four months? I think the highlight is working with you all and getting Aww. to know you all. And yeah, also like learning clutter. That was really cool. And like just debugging. And yeah, if anyone wants to go next. Yeah, I, I agree. I was able to learn how to code using Flutter, which I think I've done like in first year, but that was it. Like I, I coded my first app, like Hello World, and that was it. And then now I was able to learn um, the whole thing from scratch. And I was able to learn like a whole lot from you guys. Um, so I really want to thank you guys for that. Um, so that's definitely a big highlight. Another highlight, uh, I guess, would be working with Kimlin again, because we've worked on the same uh, projects since CSU 207. We were in the same team and then we we took the same stats course and now we're here um, and i've known her the longest since her first year so i guess i was i'm very happy that i was able to get to know more uh, about you in the past year so that's my answer oh thanks timothy 
It was nice working with you too. Um, yeah, I guess my answer is kind of similar to Lucia, like working with everyone and also like learning Flutter because I've never like built an app really before. So it's pretty cool to work on this project. Yeah. Um, same for me. Shout out to Lucia and everybody for helping me debugging the app and learning Flutter was a journey. It was um, very nice to work with all of you and just learning together was very fun. Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess that you guys pretty much said it all. Um, yeah, working with our teams the best I could ever ask for, I guess. And during the meetings, it was very effective. Like we just like talk about the stuff and then raise questions. Everything just went smoothly. And I guess learning Flutter for sure. Um, I did have experience working for a prior project, but like to get it to this sophisticated, maybe it's still a learning. And I guess, I guess podcasts and art and collecting articles is a lot of outreaching as well, right? And I think it's really interesting to, to learn from you guys how a podcast would work. Yeah, it's actually my first time actually like with, with actually not like doing but like even witness how podcast is done i listen to podcasts a lot and seeing podcasts being done it's another thing so shout out to coming soon for sure and of course flutter shout out to all of us for put the time to learning and help each other with the coding yeah it's yeah we, we're a great team so I just want to say I like Kimlin voice so much. Oh yeah, <laughs> so random. Yeah, her voice is I, amazing. I I, 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 I I do like your voice a lot. It's so cool. Thank you. It's yeah. so cool. Oh my god, that's so that's so, that's so funny. Well, I guess this concludes episode zero. Thank you guys for being here and um. Stay tuned for our upcoming episodes, I guess. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Wish you a successful year ahead. That's it for today. And as always, wash your hands. Stay hydrated. Stay active. Love yourself. And most importantly, tune in to our Listen, Talk, Heal podcast.